Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Dropping the Last Five Pounds podcast. Hope you're doing lovely as always, and thank you so, so much for tuning in into today's episode. So just what I wanted to do with this episode is kind of gather up a couple frequently asked questions that I get um, through Instagram, through my clients, through just people in general who know I'm a trainer, and they want me to answer every single ailment they have. Um... And what I kind of gather to be the most commonly asked questions. And I think you guys can kind of get some benefit from these. Like if you've had the same questions or, you know, just to get a little bit more information on weight loss, health, fitness, all the things that I teach and I do. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this answers some of your questions. If you have other questions, you can always DM me on Instagram. You guys, I always open my messages. I'm super open about that. Um, I love responding to you guys. Comment on my stuff. Anytime you have any questions, I'm there. It's where I usually interact mostly with people, so don't hesitate to send me a message or a question there. But anyway, besides that, let's get into the frequently asked questions. So, probably the most common that I get, and probably the most not useless as the the person is useless, like don't get me wrong, I'm not um, trying to offend the person asking this question, but this question is the most useless question. And let me tell you why. That question is, how do I find motivation? How can I get motivated? How can I get myself excited to do things? How can I get, and all this stuff. And it's unfortunate that it's the most common question because it probably does the least to help you. And here's the reason. Because motivation, you guys, like I've said many times, if you follow me, if you've heard any of my other podcasts, I have a couple episodes dedicated to this alone. Motivation is just not a reliable source of of help (laughs) it's not reliable it doesn't come often it is very rare and when it does happen it doesn't last very long and you all know the feeling the exact feeling i'm talking about say for instance you get excited to start a new diet or a new workout plan or whatever you're a couple weeks in it's going great and then slowly but surely that motivation starts to die off and that happens pretty much every time, right around the same time, right? Like a couple, you know your timeline. For me, it's like about three, four weeks. For most people, it can be sooner. Um, some people, it takes a little bit longer, whatever the case is. Everyone has their own little, this is usually when I fall off. And the fact of the matter is, that is never going to go away. That is never going to stop happening. And the fact is, motivation is going to be present in your life maybe 5% of the time. Is 5% enough time or is 5% enough effort for you to give to get results? No. It's like saying you study for a huge exam, 5%. You're going to get a 5 out of 100. You see what I'm saying? Like motivation is just one of those fleeting feelings. It's not stable. It's not constant. It depends on so many different things. And if you want true results, if you want to actually get shit done and make a difference in your life, You have to do shit when you're not motivated because that's what you're going to feel most of the time. 
And I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know you don't want to. I know that you guys, I literally tell you every time, like I don't ever feel motivated. And that's because we're all human and we all kind of go through this ebb and flow of emotions and motivation is always like that. It's very unreliable, comes when it wants, lasts when it wants, and then leaves. But again, to get that kind of result that you want, the losing the weight, the getting in shape, the getting healthier, lowering your blood pressure, whatever goals that you have, you need to be consistent and you need to be putting an effort on a regular basis, not just when inspiration strikes. So how do you get motivated? You stop asking that question. You stop because motivation will come after you're done, after you're, you've got the action in. You know how you feel after you run or after you work out. Like, you're like, oh my God, I feel so amazing, so energized. And it's like, where was this shit when I first started? That's, that's how it always happens. You feel good after. And it's the unfortunate reality because how amazing would it be if we can harness that energy and do it before so we're excited? But the fact of the matter is you act first and then you get motivated, not the other way around. So you need to stop asking, how do I get motivated? And be like, what do I need to do so that I can get myself feeling better? So that I can get myself motivated. First comes a doing. You need to do something first and then expect that feeling. Not expect the feeling and then go do something because it never works that way. So yeah, how do you get motivated? How you how do you find motivation? You stop looking for it, you stop asking for it, and you make a plan and you just fucking do it. Whatever support system you need, whatever plan you need to put into place, whatever conversations you need to have, all of that stuff needs to happen. But stop asking for motivation because again it's just not going to come it's wasting your time and it's a useless question not that you are useless don't get me wrong the question itself is not going to solve anything for you and in fact it's going to leave you even more frustrated because you're like i can't find the answer so i'm not not going to do anything and then you're going to sit in the in how you you don't feel happy with where you are for more time than you need to be whereas if you just got up and went on a walk or drank some water or had an extra serving of vegetables that day you're going to feel a lot better than sitting there waiting for motivation to come and that's that that's literally it I wish there was a sexier answer than that I would get a lot more views I would get paid a lot more if I had some secret that I was holding from you guys but I promise you it comes down to that and the sooner you make peace with that the sooner you accept that the faster you're on your way to get the results you want okay so that's motivation The second one is, well, this is not the second most common. The first one is for sure the most common, but after this point, I'm just going to kind of go randomly. Um, Which one is more important, cardio or weights for weight loss? And here's the thing. You're going to find the two extremes saying that their thing is better, right? People who are obsessed with cardio and um, endurance training sports are going to be like, no, like this is better for you. Like, this is the best way and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then you'll have the super hardcore bodybuilder gym people who are like, no, cardio is useless. Don't do any of it, blah, blah, blah. And look, as with most things in life, the answer is always somewhere in the middle. It's always some balance of the two extremes. It's very rarely like a black and white issue, like a black and white thing, like either do this or this. It's some kind of blend. And this goes just as well with this whole question When losing weight, the most important thing that you need to be paying attention to, strictly speaking about weight loss and getting pounds off, is you need to be eating in a calorie deficit. And what that means is, if you you haven't heard that before from me or anyone, a calorie deficit basically means that the calories you burn in a day are more than what you eat. So you're burning more than you eat. You're eating less. And that's it. If you control your nutrition intake with food alone, you literally could lay in bed, theoretically speaking, and lose weight. Exercise is not really there to 
burn calories because again exercise and calorie burns it's an overhyped thing it's not that many calories that you burn it's actually kind of pathetic (laughs) how little it actually burns not what your watch says i'm talking about the legitimate actual burning of the calories it's very minute very small so as long as you have a calorie deficit in place with your nutrition and your eating and your calories, then it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you only run or you only train. And here's why I say the answer lies in in the middle is because I personally believe everybody should be doing some kind of mix of both because cardio has its benefits. Cardio is an incredible uh, way to to exercise and improve your heart health and relieve stress and all that. And so is lifting weights. And I think a combination of both is better for most people. Now, some people may do more resistance training than cardio. Some people may like cardio more than resistance training. But I usually think somewhere, some most people should have some kind of amount of both. I, for instance, do mostly resistance training and then less cardio. For most of my clients, I use that same approach unless they want to improve their mile time. And that's when your own individual goals come into play. Like, what do I actually care about? Do I care about building the best butt and the biggest legs or whatever? Or do I care about, you know, running faster and getting a faster mile time, maybe going for a marathon? Then at that point, you have to decide which of the two is going to support that goal the most. But strictly speaking about weight loss, general health, the general person just wanting to be healthier and look better, a good mix of both. I would say a little bit more resistance training than anything, but still don't neglect your cardio because it is good for you. It's amazing. Find the form of cardio that you enjoy. There's really no superiority with any of them, whether it be jogging, playing a sport, Stairmaster, whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, Four to five times a week total between the both of them and you're golden. So first get your calorie deficit in check and I promise you most of you need to be focusing on this more than anything else because you're probably not in a calorie deficit. Um, And then once you have that in check, then you kind of just decide which one appeals to you the best. Um, Again, I recommend more resistance training, but at the end of the day, it is up to you what aligns with your goals and what you prefer. Okay, so that's that. A little bit of both is the answer to that question. Another question that I get a lot is, Magali, tell me what foods I need to be eating to lose weight. Tell me what I need to eat and what I don't need to eat and all this stuff. And this question... I don't like. (laughs) I don't like this question because here's the thing, you guys. Here's the thing. And if you follow me on Instagram again, you will know this. I stand behind the idea, and this is backed by research, it's not my opinion, that everything can be consumed in a healthy diet with moderation and balance. Everything can be had. Cookies, donuts, salads, burgers, pizza, um, avocados, nuts. I mean, literally anything and everything, quote unquote, healthy or quote unquote unhealthy, you can have a little bit of everything. So the question of what do I eat? Well, why are you asking me? What do you like? What do you prefer? What makes you feel the best? Do you like a wholly minimally processed food diet more than anything? And if you have too many processed high calorie foods, you don't feel that great. Okay, then eat mostly vegetables and shit. If you like a bit of both, I like a little bit of both. I need my junk food, junk food in quotation marks because I don't believe there's such a thing as junk food. Um, I have to have that every day. I have a little bit every day to keep that part of my, you know, needs met so that I don't binge on the weekends. And it works for me. I'm in great shape. I'm strong. I have the body. Well, I'm still bulking, so not necessarily the body that I want, but I'm getting there and it's working for me. Now, some people, you know, all kinds of different diets work and it all comes down to get that calorie deficit in check first and foremost. Make sure whatever way you're eating is giving you enough protein 
that's about one gram per pound of body weight. Or if you're super overweight, then maybe 0.8 pounds. I mean, 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. You pick and choose whatever is most doable for you. Get enough fiber. 20 grams per day is good. Make sure you're eating vegetables. Make sure you're drinking water. And then after that, literally do whatever you want. Like, (laughs) people complicate this shit so much. And it's like, if you're meeting the basics and you're nailing those and you're doing amazing in those... All the little details of like, oh, did you have a non-fat or a whole fat or did you have this? Or It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't actually fucking matter. And you're wasting your energy stressing about the small things when in reality, your protein intake is shit or you're not drinking enough water or you're not sleeping. Like, these important big things, big stones that we need to move are getting, are just staying there and not getting work done because we're focusing on flicking little rocks. And that's, the little rocks ain't gonna do shit. We need to move the big stones out of the way. So... What, do I, what food should you eat? What food should you not eat? Create a list for yourself. What are the foods that give you enough protein that you like? What are the vegetables that you like? What are the things that have a lot of fiber that you like? What will allow you to eat in a calorie deficit without losing your shit? What will make it more comfortable, more easy? And then pick and choose the foods that fit those descriptions to the best of your preferences and your goals and leave it at that. And that's all you need to do. You don't need to worry about what is the best diet or the best foods or the super foods and all this bullshit ass marketing stuff that people tell you. It's literally as simple as protein, veggies, fiber, water, sleep, reduce stress, and keep your calories in a calorie deficit. That's it. Anything else? Fat burners, who cares? All these crazy vitamin supplements, uh, weight loss, teas, who the fuck? I mean, million things it doesn't matter if you have the basics down these are just small details to figure out and if you even need them probably not just focus on the big stones and that's basically the answer to that question the next one that i want to discuss is having an environment that is not ideal or supportive and what i mean by that is having either a partner or family members who may not see the importance of what you're trying to accomplish and don't support your goals by either bringing you food that you don't want to eat right now because of some reason or another, bringing snacks to the house and encouraging you to overeat and calling you lame because you're working out instead of drinking. I mean, just kind of like that uh, that kind of behavior. And this one's a little bit tricky because everyone is different and everyone's situation is so different and everyone's family and friends are so different. So it's hard to give like basic concrete advice to apply to anybody. But the ba- the most simple way to kind of address this is I think of it this way. Like if someone isn't supporting your goals or it's making a little bit difficult or is giving you a hard time or mocking you or whatever, your first step is to just have a basic conversation with them. Like literally confront them in a very calm and respectful way and just tell them like, hey, you know, I'm working on this goal. This is really important to me and it would really mean a lot to me if you could kind of help support that by, you know, not doing this or not bringing this to the house or not saying this or not doing whatever. Insert whatever is an issue there. And sometimes that's enough and people understand and they just needed to know what was up. Like some people just genuinely don't know and therefore don't act the way that you would like them to act. Um, And sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes these people are stubborn or they don't care or whatever the case is. And with that instance, like you just have to set up boundaries. Like for example, if if it's a problem of they're always bringing pizza for dinner and you know that if you eat too much pizza, you're going to go over your calories and you're not going to get to reach your goals then during dinner, go to your room and have your own lunch, prepare your own meals, or 
you know, sit a little bit away from the table and have your own stuff so you can be part of the family. I mean, there's all sorts of ways to kind of bypass things like that and you just have to figure out what's going to work for you. But the first line of defense is have the conversation because if you don't even have the conversation, they may not even know what they're doing or what the consequences of their behavior is. So literally just talk to them. And again, if the behavior persists or they don't care or they're not respectful, then you kind of just set a boundaries by limiting your time around them, staying away from them when they're doing an activity that is tempting or triggering for you. Um, if possible, limiting the, the amount of time you're with them. So if you live separately, like don't go over as much or if you live together, you know, separate your time, whatever the, the case is. So just finding ways to give yourself a little bit of space and um, establish a boundary from that situation so that every time it happens, you don't go off the rails and lose your 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 momentum on your journey so have the conversation if it doesn't work take more drastic measures limit your time around them set up boundaries and be strong about them don't let them push you over or um let them ignore your boundaries like keep them firm and honor them because that's the best way you're going to teach someone how to treat you so that's that one and the last one that I want to discuss, there's a lot more questions, you guys, by the way. This is just like what I thought were the most common and probably the most helpful to you guys. Another question that I get is how how do I know I'm making progress? Like how do I know that what I'm doing is working? And how do I know I'm actually losing weight? Like the scale's not moving. Just like the basic question, the overarching question here is how do I know I'm not wasting my time and I'm doing the, the thing that's right and I'm not just you know, screwing around and not getting results. Now, it's very difficult to answer this question again with a very simple blanket statement because it's so individual and there could be so many different reasons why you may not be seeing the progress you want to be seeing. It could just be lack of patience. It could be that you're not tracking accurately. It could be that you're doing the wrong program. I mean, it could be so many different things. But here's what I say. Here's like a good rule of thumb to know like, okay, is it time to you know, give up and move on? Or is it just a thing that I need to be patient with and sit up, sit down and calm down and wait? So if you've been doing a diet or some kind of program that you're on for four weeks and absolutely nothing has changed, your weight hasn't gone down, your levels haven't changed of energy, you're not stronger, you're not really seeing anything happening, um, you're feeling tired, like nothing, no, and I don't just mean scale weight or how you look, like literally look at everything. If nothing, nothing has changed and it's been four weeks, that's a pretty strong indicator that you're doing something wrong, if not everything wrong. If nothing changed at all, four weeks is a good mark to be like, okay, we need to change something, we need to adjust, something is off. Now, here's the little disclaimer with that. This is assuming you are 80% or more consistent, meaning out of the seven days a week for those four weeks, the 30-ish days, you have to be consistent five days out of the week, so 20 days out of the month minimum. If you were anything less than that, it's like getting a C on a test. Uh, you can't really say that you did a great job and expect to get amazing results, right? You have to be at least 80% or more consistent. So five out of the seven days a week, you should have been on plan um, to the best of your ability. Now, of course, there's room for error. Like if you were off a day or two, that's fine. But 80%. Now, if it's been four weeks and you have not been 80% consistent, then you need to just be 80% consistent and get back on it and not change anything. But let's say you have been. Five out of the seven days, you've been on track, you've, done, you've stuck to your calories, you've eaten your vegetables, whatever. 
and it's been four weeks and nothing has changed. Okay, great. Clearly, I'm not getting results. So, the first step is realizing, okay, am I actually eating the amount that I think I am? Meaning, am I tracking accurately? Are my calories off? Am I overeating somewhere that I'm not realizing? Maybe by the coffee creamer or the extra peanut butter that I have every morning. Whatever the case may be, like, make sure you're accurately tracking everything. And then if you are, okay, then you're going to readjust and be sometimes most often than not you guys it's that like you're just not accurately tracking so once you get that into place you give it another four weeks and then at some point if if you see a change and things are happening whether it's not as fast as you'd like but if there's a change in the positive direction then that means you're on the right track and you just need to be patient but if it's been four weeks you've been consistent and nothing has happened then you adjust and literally those two approaches it's either you get to the four-week mark and nothing's happened, so you readjust and you change course, or you've it's been four weeks, but the progress is not as fast as you'd like. You just keep going and you be patient. That's it. And the way you know you're making progress, of course, the most obvious is a scale, but it's not the only one. How are your energy levels feeling? Is your strength getting better? Are you feeling better? Is your stress less? Are you sleeping better? Can you pick your child up with ease easier than normal? Can you walk more? Uh, can you cr- carry groceries better? Like these little things that seem insignificant are clear indications that your body is changing in a good way. So you got to use a four-week mark as like a, a deadline. Like, okay, if nothing has changed in four weeks and we change, if it hasn't been four weeks, sit down and be patient. And if it has been four weeks, but it hasn't been as fast as you'd like, you be patient and you keep going because clearly it's working. So that's kind of, I mean, again, it's really difficult to say, like, this is how you know you're making progress if you see this and this. It's it's so much more complicated than that, and it's it varies from person to person, so that's why it's difficult for me to answer that. But at the end of the day, it's about just being honest with yourself. Are you really, truly doing what you're supposed to be doing to the best of your ability, or are you half-assing it? Because half-assing um, your efforts will result in half-assed results, and you have nobody else to blame but yourself and the lack of acknowledgement of that and that doesn't make you a bad person that doesn't mean you suck and you're undisciplined and you're lazy it just means that you have to tighten up a little bit and that's it and readjust and make a change and move forward um and that's all it comes down to so use a four-week mark as a as a kind of like a deadline see where you're at and then make adjustments if necessary or sit down and be patient because this should takes time remember it didn't take you four weeks to get into this shape that you're in that you're trying to get out of now It's going to take longer than that to get back into shape, okay? Patience is your biggest friend in this journey. So that's what you need to be doing to see, okay, am I actually getting results or not? And if what I'm doing is wasting my time or if I just need to be patient and wait it out. So that's the answer to that question. And to keep the podcast short, I'm going to leave it here. Um, I'd love to do a part two, maybe next week or, you know, later this month, we'll kind of see what you guys, what your feedback is. But I hope that this podcast episode answered some of your questions, gave you some insight. Um, I know a lot of the stuff that I answered, it all comes down to it fucking depends because it does. A lot of the stuff depends on you and you're all individual people and you all have different needs and goals and preferences. And because of that, the approaches and everything that you do will depend and have individualities as well. So I hope it gave you some guidance, though, to kind of make the decisions that you need to make for yourself. And um, I hope that you found some answers. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening once again. Um, If you are enjoying the show, as always, please, please, please do not forget to leave me a five-star review on the app, iTunes, and Spotify. These reviews are basically how people are going to 
click on my podcast and listen to what I have to say and hear my message and that is done when they see a review like oh this is you know when they see your thoughts and your feedback and they're positive people are going to want to listen to the show and hear my message and get that information so it would really truly help out and it literally takes less than five minutes um i would truly truly appreciate it if you feel that way of course you don't have to lie (laughs) just if you truly feel like you're enjoying the show that would be incredible well with that said i will catch you guys in the next episode thank you so much and hope you're having a beautiful day I'll talk to you guys later. Take care. Bye.